Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Moonshot Podcast. This is December 1st, 2019. It is a Sunday. Uh, yeah. Hi. Once again, we're technically recording a little late, but that in this case, that's because we, you know, we're the usual doing weeks. slightly better. We're doing slightly better. Well, I mean, to be uh, fair, also, this year is an unusual year in the sense that normally there is, like, the remainder or the beginning of a week uh, between Thanksgiving yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, uh, like, Advent, Christmas, uh, Dece- December. December's the word I'm looking for. Um, there's not this year. <laughs> it's just Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And then Christmas. Thanksgiving, and then straight into, yeah, so, uh, so, yeah. Thanksgiving, and then I don't want a lot for Christmas. No, no. No. I have to deal with it, too. No, that's why you shouldn't be doing it. This is me being angry and disappointed that you do that, because, dang it. Uh... No, I'm just, I want to, I just thought it was a funny image, funny image to like be driving home from Thanksgiving and then just immediately. I mean, you're joking, except the second Thanksgiving quote unquote dinner, despite the fact that it ended at like three o'clock, uh, ended one of my siblings found my dad's, uh, JBL, uh, Bluetooth speaker thing. Oh wow. Thing, so you actually and, went through that. Yeah. Like, Dude, yeah. Dude, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it's okay though, because yeah, this gives me the but, excuse to to blast um, Christmas in LA and uh, and Wolfpack's and cover of Santa Trans Siberian Orchestra. I actually don't have any of their Christmas stuff, which is a damn shame. Um, it is. I went to a live show with them once. It was awesome. So yeah, let's let's let's, uh, let's get moonshotting up in here. This is our November episode, so we're not. We're gonna talk any more about uh, any wintry holidays, uh, that although is I'm for sure next month after I'm the sure, actual normal wintry holiday. I'm sure both of us have lots of opinions on it, though. Uh, I don't mind it. I just don't like that. The bah humbug. Fine. You know what? Fair. Fine. Yeah, that's the way to take it for right now. Um, uh, uh, where are we at first? So, uh, what are we doing? Let's, let's, that's our first one. What? So, number one, I think the biggest update for what we're doing is we're live. Yeah, we finally have the first episode up on the uh, on the Apple Store. The second one is currently is on its um, way. Is on its way. Um, the, uh, the, I was going to upload it the other day, but then I gave it a one final listen and I, I, <laughs> after our discussion yeah. last time, I have a, I have a, a, a sensor thing to, to synthesize, um, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really funny by the way. I, I just, I, got yeah, done I heard what four. you did with it in four. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Top quality. Um, so yeah, I, I, the funny part was I was actually just attempting to make a good beep and I found a standing wave on the monologue. Um, nice. <laughs> and um, I'm just like, I can't not use this. I found it. And those are like super hard to find. Um, yeah, that's number one podcast is, is completely live. We have a website. We have, we're, we're live on Apple. We have a YouTube. We are also live on Google Podcasts. I should point that out. I found out about oh, we that are. the day after. Excellent, and, excellent. Uh, yeah, I sent that in for review. They take a little longer to review their stuff, but uh, yeah, the the after Apple went up, um, Google Podcasts went up like two or three days later. So, and it's cool that we're not directly tied to either of them because we're an RSS feed, which is neat. Um, yeah, so if anybody wants to, they can go and they can listen to it if you're on, you know, uh, Overcast or some other kind of podcasting client. Um, there's uh, and, and again, yeah. leave us notes with any any kind of podcasting client that you'd like to see us on, whether it be you know Spotify or Podbean or wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and, and we'll try to get it put up there as well. Um, yeah. But for, for now, we have the yeah. website, we have YouTube. All this stuff is going to be in the description uh, as per, and I think it would stuff, probably yeah. be standards uh, by by this point in in the episodes. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, the one thing is we don't have a su- well. Okay, as of recording, we don't have a subreddit set up because. <laughs> and that's <laughs> only because subreddits terms of service are uh, Reddit's terms of service are a bit weird and don't let you make a subreddit 
unless you're active. minutes after you make an account. Yeah, you gotta weird. be active on the site for a certain amount. Of time. It's it no, it makes a certain degree of sense. Um, no, it's I was I was being sarcastic. Yeah, but uh, but neither of us have been active on Reddit all that much recently. So or ever. Uh, well, in your case, I, ever. Um, but yeah, I uh, made my account and specifically for this, and I was like, oh well, um, I guess I better follow people yeah so uh if at the time of this going up you don't hear me jump in with an audio cut saying hey by the way we finally got the subreddit running it's over here um we uh like hit us up on the usual social media and stuff that we'll plug on at the end of the at the end of the uh the show and uh let us know what you think or, or what you think you know what kind of podcasting clients you're using etc um it should be important to note that there are a couple different podcasts called moonshot which uh, I'm glad that there are multiples because it means I don't feel bad about naming this one Moonshot because it means that oh, well, two other people have gone, well, that's not going to stop me from using the name as well. Um, so in our case, we have the podcast up on uh, Apple and on Google Podcasts as Triaxial's Moonshot. That's T-R-I-A-X-I-A-L apostrophe S Moonshot. Moonshot is one word. Um, that's the... That's the, the name on all the varying players and uh and 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 feeds and stuff like that um and again i'll, I'll give a link to the rss feed down below just in case you know you want to just access it directly yep um and uh so that's mostly what you've been doing you've mostly been in charge of website and, and publication stuff so far a little bit uh on my end i've been building a lot more in terms of the the lore for our first project. Yeah. That's been happening a lot. You've um, really been leading the charge on that, and you were like, hey, I want you to help, and my response has been, I want to, but you're light years ahead of me right now. Um, well, yeah, I just, I just, I, I, I don't want to feel like I'm doing this alone, so I'm no, going to try to push that onto the back burner for me for a while, especially because, hey, guess what, my... 3ds's r button broke and i can't oh. actually jack out of the internet in that <laughs> game anymore <laughs> ah so, that's an i there's a metaphor for life somewhere in there um can't yeah can't ja well i can't jack in or out either oh, so. okay fair never mind then mm -hmm. um so yeah. um yeah that's kind of I've, I've been trying to help by being the sounding board for ideas, but it like you've just been rolling with stuff so much that I didn't want to like try and yeah. step on any toes or anything like that. So um, most of my ideas are going to end up on the back burner because I can't finish uh, blasting through the post game for two. Uh, I got the NDA form written up. I handed it off to one of my people, and I got a form handed back to me that was... Um, her uh her company's uh sort of their 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 nda form <coughs> excuse me so i'm gonna give that a read through and i'm gonna uh try to word mine a little bit more legally but still um still you know digestible and or whatever yeah yeah at some so, point yeah other than that we're in full swing of finals at school, so yeah, not much is happening. And you've had like the, retail the, uns, the unspeakable Friday. <laughs> I had it. I had it in theory a, a week in advance because uh, all of the retailers went, "Oh crap! There's one less week of uh, Thanksgiving's late this year. There's one less week of shopping time." Uh, you know, it would be a genius idea to start trying. Uh, start try try to start. Wow, I can <laughs> me. Um. Try to take over the world. <laughs> Jesus. Except, um, wait. But yeah, uh, it's going to be, uh, they tried to start their Black Friday sale a week early. So the Friday before Thanksgiving instead of the Friday directly after Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a little bit of a nightmare. That's part of the, yeah, it's been a thing. I don't like, I don't like Black Friday just as a concept. I just, I don't like murder each other for toasters and tvs day i could be okay with it but um yeah uh yeah um having working on the retail side of things there needs to be more ground rules because yeah, yeah yeah like it's either a joke 
or it's hell. It's hell on earth. It's and there both. is no in between. It's both. There is no in between. No, there's not an in between. There's one in the same. It's it's hell and it's a joke. Like I should point yeah. out the the company I work for, there there were a ton of quote unquote Black Friday deals that were already uh, either already existing sales that were out or where they took something that just went down in price like end of oh, September yeah, what... end end of October sorry or something like that and then marked that as hey look this is the sale price despite the fact that everyone knows hey price on this dropped already and it's going to stay that way after Black Friday and after yeah. the holiday season so well most of yeah. Black Friday is trying to get people excited by moving old inventory so you're not actually getting that great of a deal because you're getting last generations TVs and toasters. Although, how many updates do you really need for a toaster? Uh, Questions for a later day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many updates do you need on your toaster? <laughs> Jesus. If you get a toaster that needs updates, like, please just don't. Internet of Things is stupid. Your toaster does not need Wi-Fi. <laughs> it really doesn't. Also, on top of that, you'll you'll end up part of a botnet that will like DDoS something somewhere, and it'll be a nightmare. Anyways, yay! Cheerful intro. Um, oh, cheerful. Let me let me point out the one thing um, we did talk about this very briefly in episode four. And um, normally, I guess it would kind of be feedback, but it's it's not in this case. Um, an update on the Songs of the Metaverse project was uh, earlier we were doing freeform stuff. And uh, that was kind of the way that I was just kind of going to sit there and make music and throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Oh, yes, and, and, that's, that's right. And that broke down. And that's part of what led to the Echoes EP happening because I had like three tracks or something like that and I had a, a jam that I could clean up or whatever and and and, and turn into polished finished tracks but they didn't fit anywhere in this and there's also the fact that uh I had a giant walking uh spoiler in the title of one of the tracks uh because the character's existence is a spoiler and um I'm still not sure it is but all right I it, it kind of is a little bit sorta Point being, basically, we sat down and I got a list from you of characters that you wanted. Of of what was it? I think it was five characters from you. Hang on, I have, we, I have the list. I have it written too. I have it written I down. Hang on. Brainstorm. It was. Um. It was five characters. On it mine. was. Here it is. And five characters on yours, and then three miscellaneous. Uh, no, it was, it was five of yours. Five of mine, and then the idea is to have a location, an event, and a random miscellaneous track that's not that spoilery. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I have a list to work off of now. And I have been working on that semi-slowly. Um, you know, it's, it's at this point, it's looking to be like a 12, 13-track album. So it might be I a couple months. But, uh, but, yeah. need to remind me later, I need to show you a track that um, because I just remembered one of these characters had a theme in my head, um, as I was writing her. So I need to show you that later for inspiration or whatever, but, um, just to expose you to the track. Uh, is this who I think it is? It could be any one of these characters. I'm 90%. You'll never know. I'm 90% sure um, that's Asha. Um. You'll never know. That's Asha um, then. Okay. Cool. Good to know. Um, anyway, so <laughs> uh, I think that co about covers what we've been yeah. up to. Uh, so step two, how do we feel about this whole triaxial thing? I need it to happen faster. Mostly this is just yeah, a case it's of gonna be, me sitting there it's gonna being be like, slower. I know. It's going to be I know, slow. I know. I know. Right now, I'm just like I'm just like I need this as as a way to survive holiday season because I, I uh. you and me both retail needs some like big kind of like labor movement like physical labor had a while ago that got us Labor Day, but we're probably not going to see yeah. that for another like five or ten years. Yeah, probably not. By that time, I want to be the hell out of retail.
Um, uh, by that time, hopefully we will both be the hell out of retail. Yeah. Um, at the very least, I want to be working in an office. I don't care how much I make. I want to be doing spreadsheets. Or something like that, yeah. Um, Someone better pay you good freaking money for making spreadsheets, given the kind of spreadsheets that you make, because holy crow. I'm not even a professional in, in this spreadsheet making like you should see my mother at it oh, that's boy. where i got most of it she oh, is a <laughs> goddess she is a spreadsheet goddess well then i i okay <laughs> um so i i'm i've been feeling pretty confident about this we've still got the situations on every side we've still got the i we're realizing that we're competing with people not just for money but for time as well uh, but at the same point um the people that we're competing with on our own level i think it's that we're competing with them on a friendlier level right like here's the thing people we've mentioned earlier tom hat ben burns etc we are going to be competing with them that's like that's just the nature of things People have limited time. People have limited money. If you can only buy one game a month, you have to pick between, like, three or four different devs, right? Yeah, but... But it's going to be friendly competition because we're going to push each other to be better, which is how competition and capitalism is supposed to work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the nice thing about the indie scene, I've seen this in so many different places, is... um. For example, the uh, the lead developer for Night in the Woods used to have a saying, which was, uh, make art, make rent, help others do the same. And the indie circle kind of tends to try and, well, most of the indie circle, um, tends to try and live by that. Cough, and everyone... cough. Uh, certain... Uh, uh, certain uh, aquatic developer... <laughs> Uh yeah, fuck Phil Fish. Um, <laughs> uh, that guy's. A, I was trying to. I was trying to be nice, but I, that I guy's guess a, that guy's a jerk. Um, but oh, the indie scene uh, doesn't have to deal with him anymore. People. Quick jer- aside. Yeah. Quick aside. There's a there's a piss take on Phil Fish in Hotline Miami. Oh, I bet there is. I cannot it is wait. Great. I cannot. It translates wait. everything into ch- French. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yep. Oh my god, that's great. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, Phil Fish aside, uh, the indie the indie circles tend to work on this whole thing where instead of seeing each other just as competition, um, everyone kind of recognizes, you know, hey, the individual people we're all kind of artists in our own ways. So we're all sort of in this together. Exactly. So the idea that's is that's kind of why I yeah. think that if we could do this, if we can pull this off, we could maybe sit there and be like, "Hey, Tom Hap, can we make crossover boss?" <laughs> or maybe I don't know. I don't know how cool Tom Hap is with that, but I don't know. I mean, people do that all the time. Hyperlit Drifter's been in like four or five different games already. That's true. That is entirely true. Like, so yeah, yeah, I've been feeling more confident about this lately, and I hope that things yeah. continue in this direction, but we're still in very uncertain territory. Yeah, we're going to be in uncertain territory for a while. I, I expect us not to be outside of uncertain territory for at least, like, uh, three or four years from, like, when we start signing the paperwork saying, hey, this is a thing that we're doing. Well, I mean, it, I, I'm... I'm referring to necessarily the landscape of of that we're going to be working in. Oh, well, there's, we've got yeah. Not only that, we've got new technologies that are going to change things, like you know VR and 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 sure, I think that I think and I don't want to make any definitive statements, but I think that games like side scrollers and stuff are still going to exist. Absolutely. Because you know, there's something about playing on a controller that you can't get with those. It was swoopy controllers. They're they're very different experiences. Dude, look at look at Hollow Knight. Um, look at uh, look at Freedom Planet and Freedom Planet well, Two. Well, yeah, look I at, am. Yeah, like it. That's, it's just it's just we're at a very uncertain point in in the landscape of creativity, both from a technology standpoint, from a from a big media versus small media standpoint, from a market saturation standpoint. 
everything about the landscape right now is uncertain. Um, but I still feel kind of confident about it. I think I think we'll still be able to make it happen. And if not, I mean, the two of us are stubborn enough that we'll try and make it happen anyway, even if we don't make it happen like the first two or three or four times. Or projects. And the, and the cool thing is whatever. it doesn't... The cool thing is we don't need a whole lot of capital to produce digital media. We don't have inventory to move. We don't have to do X, Y, Z thing. We don't need a license. We we might need a license in the future, but, um, but at the same time, it's like the consequence of failure is so low. We can just literally pick up our boots and keep going yeah basically and then once we do hit the ground then we can say hey uh by the way giant backlog of projects that we've made that are super cool like uh the devs behind rogue legacy do you remember how they put like the yeah ads for all their previous games and they like you've never heard of them before rogue legacy but then you heard of them and then they had this huge backlog of games that they've made. That was the thing. That was the yep. thing. And that's so, happened with a couple other devs too. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Toby Fox, I think, got kind of a lucky start with Homestuck, but um, a little bit, but still. Uh, who else does that happen to? How many people have gone back and played that Earthbound ROM hack that he did? specifically because of Homestuck and uh and Undertale and Undertale probably quite a few a lot uh, I guarantee that things got I might a lot I might there. actually do that at some point but not for not not because Undertale and Homestuck but because, because Earthbound ROM hack and also because Toby Fox Earthbound is so good Earthbound I will play the so games good. eventually I promise <laughs> I promise at some point eventually um <laughs> Like I'm just thinking about Mother Three, and I'm almost I'm almost breaking out in tears. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. I I I have a vague understanding. I was I was there when you played through it again, um, because yeah, that we were still roommates during that point. I I I understand your attachment to that game, um, which is part of the reason why I do want to play it is because, hey, if you got attached yeah. to that game that much, I should at least. But you have to, to play Earthbound it. first. Um, Earthbound one or a mother two? Uh, m- mother two, Earthbound. Okay. Yeah, because there are ref- lots of references to Earthbound. Mother one is the sort of thing that you don't need to play um, necessarily. It's it ties a lot of loose ends together, and it's you definitely need to already have passion for the series to go into Mother one because it is it is dated. <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. But All right. But selling points. Dragon Quest 1 crossed with peanuts. Uh Yeah. Uh I... Huh. Yep. Uh anyway, <laughs> So okay. our present goals, I think we've uh, for section three, our present goals. I think we've survived out pretty uh, survive pretty, pretty well. <laughs> survive the so, coming month. Section four, obsessions and influences. Have you anything new to report in section four? Um, so I went to see another show this month. You did. That's right. I did. Um, I went to go see. It was a. It was a. It was another case of what was basically a triple headliner, and I had vague knowledge of the opener, and but I didn't have knowledge of the opener this time, um, and uh, I had more significant knowledge of the two headliners. Um, the opener was Balkan Bump, and they are awesome. They do like this electro. Uh, it's not jazz i don't know how to describe it they do like there's live drums it's 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 two people there's a guy and a gal the the gal yeah. plays drums um 
she was having the time of her life on 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 stage up there and a really interesting drum setup too because she didn't even have like a it wasn't like a full kit it was all set up on one stand um so you had one of those things where like a floor tom had been converted to a kick drum but with no resonant head and it was you hit it with a normal stick instead of with one of the kick pedals or whatever and there were timbales yeah. on the set and everything um she broke the same cymbal twice um it was impressive um, oh yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, she cracked one uh, one side of an. Eight, she had a little eight inch splash. She cracked one side of it during the show, spun it around to the other side, and by the end of the the set, well, it was dented to hell in that second side. I couldn't tell whether it was split or not, but it was it was yeah. She was. Do you think that's on it. part of the show? I I don't know if it's necessarily part of the show. Um, I think it's just a case of. I mean, everyone in that whole show was like last show of 2019 last show of the decade um last show on the tour just screw it we're going all out so well uh, i know well i know hendrix used to set his guitar on fire as part of the show in this case i don't think it was part of the show i think it was just everyone kind of was just going nuts she um, was just super hype yeah exactly because yeah, fair the, enough the trumpet guy came out was just like yeah screw it i get to experiment so that they like they did tequila live because the the other guy, the guy, plays trumpet and also does a lot of the the digital computer like stuff, um, and his trumpet's really dope. Like aside from all the like, sure, it's got like three wireless transmitters strapped to it for the varying microphones he's got taped to it. Um, yeah. But he had LEDs around the bell of the trumpet and along the top of it that would glow. Oh, that's so that you could cool. see it. Yeah, so you could see it on the stage while the lights are flaring and everything. It would it would slowly change colors and everything. It's really cool. I imagine if it's like if it's like pretty dark that could give it kind of a, like a I want to say blue man group effect. Oh yeah, absolutely. Where you can just see the lights on it. <clears throat> well, I mean, the stage was drenched in UV half the time because uh yeah, um because both... uh dubstep show. Well, Kind of. That's that's the odd thing. Is like I wouldn't classify Balkan Mump as, as dubstep. They're like this like electro, well EDM jazz ish. I, I'll say it's mostly an EDM show. Opio's set was mostly EDM, but uh, but the the drummer for Balkan Bump and Opio himself both had a set of drumsticks that glowed like bright orange in like the UV light in that like kind of neon fashion. So yeah, oh, it was drenched cool. in, in UV light and everything was really cool. Oh, so it was super blue man group. It was awesome. It was, it was dope. Um, that's not like, that's like, I just want to clarify. I'm not knocking it. I actually love blue man group a lot. Blue man group are, are, are great. They're either like awe inducing or they're like, when they try and play comedy, they're hysterical. Um, they are. They're like, they're like, <sighs> Three Stooges and Smash together. Kind of, In the same yeah. place. But yeah, uh, Opio is really good. Um, he had his own special animated thing for a song of his called uh, Sneakers. Um, I'll put the link to that one in the show notes because it's, it's, it's one of probably my favorite songs of his um, for, for just the fact that it's just like, okay, this is a song. This is, the, this is a song that someone made. Um, but he had a full animation for it, and he had a live remix of it that was really good. And the last one was Grammatic. And I hadn't seen Grammatic live. Uh, turns out he has his own guitar player on tap. So, nice. yeah, and he does a lot of stuff with a lot of horns, and he'll work with Grizz, and he'll work with Big Gigantic quite a bit, who also do this sort of uh, what people are starting to call future funk kind of thing. Um, his, uh, his, his show was, he showed up and was uh, like, all right, time to start the set off, and he starts playing all the stuff, and then suddenly we notice that, hey, all those, there are a bunch of extra guitar notes in here. What's going on? And I look up on the stage, and I notice, hey, there's a guy in the back with a Les Paul, like, going to town. And, uh, I, yeah, so that was the thing I'm excited. I actually recognize something you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, just, just to clarify, I'm not a music person at all. But I actually know what Les Paul is because in high school I had a friend who was a guitarist for a band called Gypsy Blue, uh, who I don't I don't think they exist anymore. Um, but yeah, so uh, thanks Reagan if you're out there. <laughs> but yeah, that was it was cool. He did a Grammatic did a live remix of no sleep till brooklyn because the show was in brooklyn and he was just like screw it why not so that was cool so um so yeah i'm i'm back on uh i've i've since immersed myself in balkan bumps stuff a lot more uh recently um i 
took to going back and re-listening to the album that this tour was a part of for Grammatic, which was Recoil Part 2, which is amazing. Uh, the Don't Mind It VIP that's on that album is insane and is my favorite track that uh, is on that album right now. Um, and uh, yeah, Opio, Opio is just like one of those things where, I don't know, he gave like this really inspirational speech about just like, you know, hey, you know, don't, you know, keep keep pushing for what you want to do and you know you'll you'll keep going for it and let's make the next decade a good one and i don't know that struck a chord with me so i dove back into his music and i rediscovered sneakers and uh axolotl throttle um and all this all this other stuff off of uh how was it um the heck's the name of the album i know the tracks on the album but i don't know the name of the album hang on one second well either way link is probably going to be to it in the description absolutely something so Omniversal. Um, to, Omniversal. To, so to turn. stop you from going too far, uh, I've actually got two things right now. Oh, you don't need to stop me from going too far. I'm just done. Go. Your turn. I, I, <laughs> I'll start with the less interesting of the two, which is November's been primarily about Devil May Cry for me. Um, and I say that's the less interesting of the two, but it's not actually less interesting it's actually extremely interesting because a lot goes into the the writing of the devil may cry series especially with three and four and okay sure one has um some meme bits <laughs> in insert uh line here Oh boy, I'm not gonna uh, go hunting down for that line. No, I'll, I'll link you to it. Um, no, okay, I, mm, I'll put the link in the show notes. How's that? I'm not editing in. I'm I not guess. editing it in. I'm not. All right. <laughs> I thought it would be funny, but I, I guess uh, not. knowing Capcom, we'd get in trouble. I don't think Capcom would notice. Uh, not yet, but anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um. So there's that, um, which is, you know, Dante is a very interesting character and I have a lot to say about that, which I will very politely not say any of it because I think that Devil May Cry deserves a Moonshot Extras episode. All right. And I'll just leave it at that. Fair enough. The other thing that I want to say and this may get, um, I I want to try to do this with, with as few spoilers for you as possible. Oh, excuse me. I saw the Mister Rogers movie, uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and you, I'm yeah, you I'm mentioned not, this. I'm not a big Mister Rogers fan. I never watched him growing up. I think I saw one or two episodes, and you know we we, we went to middle school, and we all make we all made fun of children's show hosts. Oh, yeah, he's the he's the old man in the red sweater that would, yeah. But something with this movie really connected with me. It's, like, there are a couple different ways you can make a movie like that. You can either go ham on the nostalgia factor, which is what a lot of those movies do, or you can make it something else entirely. And the big thing about this movie was that it wasn't wasn't about Mr. Rogers hardly at all. It was a redemption story that had Mr. Rogers in it um, as, a, as a catalyst for the redemption. And I later learned that it was more or less an embellishment of, of a true-ish story yeah what you said was that it was it was uh, a semi true yeah. story and you said the semi part was because it was embellished a, a bit but it was it was embellished a little bit names were changed but the article that they actually show at the end of the movie exists you can go to esquire.com and look that article up hmm. and read the whole damn thing so yeah um holy shit (laughs) number one yeah uh number two i later learned that 
one of Mr. Rogers' quotes from all of literature, uh, his favorite quote from all of literature is actually from one of my favorite books of all time. I have a copy of it huh. right here. Let's see if I can pull it out. Pull the quote out. Um, What's the book? You'll see. You still need to read it. It's... Um, I can't find it. I should have had it earmogged before this. We are so unprepared. Um, <laughs> this is a very is run and gun recording session right here. Very run and gun. You'll you'll edit this down a little bit, won't you? No. I'm looking we'll for. We'll sit here and sit through your flipping of pages. Nobody for hours wants that. And Nobody hours wants that. And hours. Where's, where is it? Hours. Next planet. It will haunt you for the rest of your days. I mean, probably not. I mean, I'm also kidding. Yes, I will. It's a short book. I will. It's like it's a short book. Oh, it's um, from the Little Prince, ain't it? Oh yes, it Duh. is. It took it took me a second. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's is is my favorite. I do book need in the to world. read it. I do need to read. This you book. do. Um, I need to correction. I need to get myself together enough that I can actually read books again, and then I need to read this book. No, trust me. You just need to read this book. It takes an hour. It's it's like a hundred page book. It's not even long. Um, I can't find it. I should have had that. I should have had it earmarked beforehand. But the quote is along the lines of that which is beautiful is always invisible to the naked eye. Huh. So I learned a lot from that movie. I feel like I grew as a person. Um, and it's probably one of the best movies I've seen. In a very long time. I feel like... Uh, and I yeah. saw Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... So... I feel like this is th this movie is probably your equivalent of uh, of what Bohemian Rhapsody was for, for me and... Uh, it's possible. And I still need to see that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that along with... I wanted to talk about some other important phrases in my life that that movie made me think about. Okay. Yeah. Um, First and foremost, uh, I think is one that I came across during, you know, the edgy time in my life, which would be uh, memento mori, or remember that you have to die. Basically yeah. meaning that we're, we're not permanent. We have to accept that. Um, but it also comes with another one that I learned quite a bit later actually from uh, Domics on YouTube. So a little shout out to him. Uh, make sure to link him in the description yeah. because we don't usually. Uh, he's one of those anim animation YouTubers. He's kind of cool. Yep. Uh, but it's uh, from Homer's... It's from the Greek poet Homer. I think he's Greek. Yeah, uh, Homer's, Homer's Greek. Yeah. Non omnis moriar, or not everything dies, which is the stuff that we make. Especially, you know, this, this whole triaxial stuff. Yeah. This is gonna, this guy's is gonna live past us. Um, this is, this is, this is... Something that will survive us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and as well as just our impact on the world around us. So, yeah, I'm not, I admit that I'm not perfect. I'm not great. But I'm trying to take these philosophies, um to heart and continue on with my life just thinking about these things um so that's i guess i don't know what the point of that was i guess just more of an insight into one of the two founders of this thing here <laughs> um i but i felt like it was important and that i needed to talk about it so there you go. Uh, Take I mean, from it what you will. Yeah, no, clearly clearly this this whole thing had an impact on you and I've got to have a look at it myself just to kind of have an angle at what um Yeah, I I still need to see the Bohemian from. Rhapsody movie. I ev by the time I w was able to see it, um everyone else had already seen it and I was just like, "All right, well, whatever." It's it's really good. It's very much kind of geared towards a lot of people that either um are musicians or are 
music fans or Queen fans, I guess. I'm not really any of those. But I think there's a little bit in there for everyone, given the kind of story that it tells. So that's all I'll say for now. I played piano for a year. I learned I learned how to play the Mario Bros. theme <laughs> on a piano. Does that count? Am I a musician? Yes. Um just uh just the If you can play if you can play a, a a song, if you can play a uh if you know how to play a chord, um if you know just, what scale um, as far as I'm concerned, you're you're in the B roll yeah. for this episode, just inlay uh that the the image from the you know, the one anime image with my uh Discord icon. Just is this a musician? <laughs> is this a, is this a musician? Um I tell you what, I will edit that in for this section right here, <laughs> nowhere else. Um, All right, and then I'll I'll that, throw that, it up on. I'm like, happy with that. Yeah, I'll throw it up somewhere else that we can we can link to in the show notes. Um, but j- for for you, I will make that meme. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is one of those things where I don't know. It's it's another case of I think anyone can take a little bit of, of something out of that. Um, yeah, if, no, I should definitely. I need to watch it. I should watch it. I just forgot that it existed until now <laughs> if there are still copies left when uh when you know i i end up uh with overtime cash at the end of the week um i'll see if i can grab one from target for like i think they're down to like 10 15 bucks no, something like that don't don't i mean i have to get myself a copy that. anyway I can probably just but oh okay fine but so. i can probably just find it and stream it i'm not sure it's hit the streaming services yet is the thing well, it will, and then I will pay hopefully. much less for it. Fair, hopefully it will um, at some point. You, so you have a you have a point. It, it hopefully will it. Hit, it hit the streaming services at some point. Um, because I do just screw Martin Scorsese. I'm gonna watch my movies on a phone. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, screw that guy. <laughs> or no, it wasn't Scorsese. It was uh, what's his name? The Eraserhead guy. David. I don't know. Lynch? Yeah, but David Lynch. Thank you. Was it? Oh, okay. I know Martin Scorsese was the guy that said the MCU movies aren't movies. Uh, movies. Yeah, Scorsese's also a bit stuck up, but... But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, although, he does have somewhat of a point. They are a bit B-movie-ish. Doesn't matter. They're in still that, movies. In that, well, in that a lot of movies are a bit B-movie-ish these days. I think they're more than P-movie-ish, but um, they do have a, a note of that quality to them. And I think that's because a lot of Marvel comics happened during that era and started making uh, science fiction start to be cool-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of basically nerdy and, nerdy and dumb. Um, so, of course, they're going to have that B-movie-ish feel to them because... That's what the comics are is somewhat inspired by, I guess. Basically, that makes sense. Basically, um, so uh, yeah, that's that's a thing. Uh, so now we're on part five, uh, retrospective. Um, all right. So last time, I think you had me go first, and I I'm gonna be honest. I don't have a whole lot for part four. I don't have too much either. It's mostly small stuff. Um, the one thing I will say, um, so the first thing is a thing that we're exhibiting here, which is we ramble a lot. Um, I don't know if that's something we should try and correct or whether that's kind of a a quirk of the podcast that we should just not, um, worry about too much. Um, I did get some feedback on that, um, from actually one of our early viewers. I will not name them. Um, which is that you use filler words a lot. I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's yeah, it's it's my brain try, buffering. Try to like, I guess, if you're gonna use filler words, vary them rather than use the same one over and over. I don't know. Kind of. My brain just copy and pastes or just like loops the same thing until until it's like, hey, I can fill in what I wanted to say now. Here are the words that I was trying to say. 
Dude, same. Until then, I'm just I just go uh, 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 uh. Oh, I figured it out. Hey, this is the thing that I wanted to like. Yeah, that's that's just yeah. Um, that's something I I I want to say I can work on that, but at the same time, I mean, it's it's you're the you're the equivalent of that one five second film where she's like, "Honey, come on, get ready. We're we've got to go," and she's like, "I'm still buffering." <laughs> oh boy that was good 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 quality five second films oh boy um they're back are they they're back when did that become a thing when did five seconds film come back films come back they're, they're not like fully back they just did a few and because they're off in their own directions but they did a couple um they made a couple new ones okay then yeah. Uh, duly noted. Um, so yeah, other other comments on episode four. Uh, my one other one is that I said, "Oh, I committed to Nanorimo this year." Guess what? Failed <laughs> miserably. I, on the other hand, combined Nanorimo with another popular uh, trend. Are you November about trend? Are you about to make the joke that I think you're about to make? Yes, I I committed. It, it's actually someone else started this trend of no right november uh, i did very well at it <laughs> yeah i made the mistake of also finding out that apparently november is also national solo album month and i tweeted out on twitter at you one point oh i guess i'm doing that now and then i very quickly realized i don't have time for that i barely have time for nanorimo because i work retail and retail expects to own your entire soul during the months of november and december to an absurd degree I should point out throughout the entirety of December up until the 27th, I think, I am working an extra two hours a day, which adds an extra eight hours a week to my work schedule. At least you get overtime? On one hand, I better freaking get overtime because if I don't, boy, am I going to flip my shit over that. But uh, but yeah, at the same time, it's like I have to be in earlier and I have to I get out an hour later and it's a like it's it's just going to be draining. So, yeah. Um, well, so, yeah, again, like I said, one of my, my goal for this month is survive. <laughs> but, uh, well, but yeah, I will always be there at the nighttime to spend time. Thank you. you. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, the, even the, if you'll be dead, <laughs> even if I am the dead, um, blah, blah. Um, yeah, no, the one thing I just wanted to notice, yeah, NaNoWriMo did not work nearly the way it should have. It never does. I think the only requirement of NaNoWriMo is try. Kinda. The problem was I, I don't <sighs> think anyone ever succeeds. I had, I had the, the idea for the novel, that I was going to work on. And the problem was we, we basically figured out what I, I always kind of theorized, but this kind of put it in a, in a concrete, like, Hey, this is how you work. Um, which is basically, I have to have a certain semblance of planning going into something. I can't just get an idea and just be like, Oh, time to write out a thing based on this idea. It's, I can't just sit yeah, down and just draft a whole thing a and then rearrange lesson that I, learned a long time ago i can't th this told me i can't do that because i redid the opening like like i think i have 6k words in a document right now and then i have a second document where i'm starting to outline some stuff but i redid the first 3k of those words like four times if you want if you want a writing tip get note cards actually the thing i'm gonna do is i'm gonna invest in scrivener halfway through this week all right so yeah um, but that was the only other comment was that I wanted to publicly acknowledge my uh, my shameful failure at Nano Remo, and uh, and should we, uh, Naso Almo. Um, should we sorry, dunk, dunk you in? Should we dunk you in ice water as a punishment for your failure? <laughs> uh, not right now, because if we did that, I'd probably get pneumonia. And uh, yeah, let's wait until uh, it's a reference to. Uh, yeah, I know. I know it's a reference. A specific. No, I'm telling. I'm telling uh, the third chair. Third chair. Reference right, right. to a specific Markiplier video, where I was like, right before this episode, I was like, "Hey, you, we, yeah, I, I fully expect to not fulfill all my promises, and you have my permission to fully hold me accountable like this." Uh, I don't think I will ever resort to ice bucket water nonsense, but yeah. I mean, 
that's at your discretion. I but. yeah, but yeah. Um, so that was my last comment. Uh, I don't know. Four was four was kind of a big episode, but there wasn't it a was lot a, of. There was a lot to talk about in four, but we wrapped it up nicely because a lot of it was retrospective in and of itself. Yeah. So I don't. Aside know if... from just mentioning the project. Uh, I I do I actually I do have one thing I want to say. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry to all the listeners who we mention things that they're not aware of, um, because we do bring things up without context a lot. If you don't know what Battle Network is, you're probably going to be pretty confused. If you don't know what Devil May Cry is, you're probably going to be pretty confused. But we do that a lot, and I I just want to apologize for that. I don't expect it to stop. But it's just how our sorry. brains work. It's it's we're yeah. <laughs> but sorry, our our brains draw connections really really quickly, and our immediate reaction is oh it's this thing over here, and we'll just throw that out there. And how like this is a consistent thing that we do to each other even. Um, how, like I'll make some Werewolf, analogy. We'll yeah. be like, hey, this is like this thing, and you'll just be like, what the hell is that? And I'll have to sit there and be like, oh yeah, you're not a you know you don't do this thing. Hang on, let me let me explain how this works. And it, and you've done that in reverse as well. And it's it's been a thing. It's just it's just how our brains are wired. It's yeah. we just learned to just I know roll on with my it. end. It's a it's a autism spectrum thing, but I'm not sure about. Um, I'm not sure about yours. We have an ongoing debate about that, uh, which we shall not get into here because <laughs> yeah. we could be in here for another. Um, hour. hour, and we should probably <laughs> we're already, start to wrap this up yeah, soon. We're already in uh, over twelve minutes over where we wanted to be. Um, yeah. So, uh, shameless plugs. I think most of what we want to say is going to be in uh, in the description. But just in case, uh, Tumblr is Charlesard. Two R's. Two R's. Twitter is uh, Hummusman three hundred. Uh, YouTube is Hummusman three hundred. Um, uh, A- AO3 is Charles Ard with one R. Uh, Twitch is C Painful. That's about it. Uh, on my end, Twitter is at BackspinZX. Uh, Bandcamp is BackspinZX.bandcamp.com. My Tumblr is the Backspin Alchemist. My YouTube is back uh, i think it's still currently backspin um again i'm gonna change that by the time as i keep saying that by this time i'm gonna have to do it because i have committed myself to doing walkthrough videos on the echo zp uh at some point this month which will go up before the end of of 2019 anything else i should plug well if you forget it it'll always go in the description true i don't think there's anything else to plug twitter bandcamp tumblr Oh, uh, I am going to be trying to use my Instagram a little bit more, uh, and that is also going to be at BaxmanZX. So, yeah, um, that's about it, I think. All right. Well, see you guys next month. Bye.